This is the Team Church Podcast with Kevin Gerald, where we exist to move church forward and have the conversations that every team needs to be having. Well, Team Church, welcome back to the Team Church Podcast with Kevin Gerald. My name is Brandon Stewart, and I'm going to be your host today. Uh, We are excited to have another conversation that every team needs to be having, and certainly uh, today's uh, conversation is a big one. You know, however you're uh, listening to this or watching this today, I want to encourage you, hit the subscribe button and plan to make this a regular part of your team's life every single month, the first Tuesday of the month, as we aim to have a conversation that you can then take back and have uh, with your entire team. And as always, I got Coach K, Pastor Kevin on the line here today. Uh, I'm so looking forward to the conversation we're going to have today, Pastor Kevin. Hey, Brandon. Yes, uh, I'm excited about today, and I just want to remind everybody that we're here to build teams that build the church. And so as we get going today, I, I just hope that uh, something that we say and some of the things we talk about will be a blessing uh, in that specific way, like that it will help you walk away as a member of Team Church and say, we're stronger, we're better, we're, we're more in the flow of, of doing what we're called to do. Amen. So here's my encouragement to everyone today. Uh, buckle up, because today we're going to dive in to something that is so big in our culture right now, uh, so big in the church and a conversation we absolutely have to get right. Today, we're going to kick off a conversation on honoring authority. And spoiler alert, uh, we have a follow-up conversation coming soon uh, where we're actually going to talk to some young leaders about this same subject and keep the conversation going. So a lot to get in here t- uh, to today, Pastor Kevin. And I know, just, just to take us right in, I know that you believe like I do, that today's culture is trending against honoring authority. You know, today's culture is really quick to disrespect authority. We, you know, we see imperfections in authority and then therefore move to the place of writing off authority uh, as being something we've got to be free from rather than live and thrive under. And I just want to set you loose on that today on, and, and talk to this cultural moment that we find ourselves in having to do with the subject of authority. Well, thank you, Brandon. First of all, I want to just acknowledge the fact that I have got this wrong in my own life um, repeatedly, and I've got it wrong from both sides of the fence being uh, under authority and in authority. Uh, it's not an easy it's not an easy thing to get right uh, all the time. And in fact, no one does. Uh, So I wanna wanna just begin with that and acknowledge that the tension that we have comes from a place of really, of learning curves and of of not really knowing, um, you know, how to treat people in authority, Um, but When you talk about the culture that we are a part of today, um, I think there are some reasons, and I'd like to just start with that, why it trends against authority or against honoring authority. And the first one is that I think we've all uh, had the temptation or we've actually done this ourselves. We definitely hear other people do this, and that is to point out the failures of those who are 
in authority. So when we talk about training against, I mean, it's really common um, for us to uh, just go there and to point out the failures, point out the weaknesses, point out what they should have done. Uh, another thing you kind of alluded to in your opening comment is that today there's some new verbiage. And I think we ought to just kind of get that out on the table. Um, one, of the, <clears throat> one of the ways that we're talking today or society is talking today is that they're separating society into two groups and it's the oppressors and the oppressed. And that mindset that you fall into one or the other is basically flowing over into authority structure. And it's, it's be, authority structure is being looked at in so much of young culture today as being an, an oppressor and the oppressed. And, and then thirdly, another, another way that we see this every day is just that there are people who are believing that, that authority is a hindrance to the utopia, <laughs> the utopia world where equality is defined as everyone being on the same level. And so when you have that kind of a theme or almost a doctrine that's being promoted um, by so many people as you, that you're either an oppressor or you're the oppressed. You're, you're the person on the structure up here or no, you're down here. And if you're down here, you have to overthrow that that's up there. And then you've got this idea that if we could just overthrow that, we'll all get to this utopia where we all live in equality with one another and what a wonderful world it will be. <laughs> and so that's, that's, I know in a nutshell, it, it's summarizing, but I think everyone um, knows that what I'm saying is true. There's this mindset today that is affecting the perspectives we have about authority. It's true. And, and uh, man, you, you took us right there today. You took us right into the deep end of, of where, our culture is that now let's swing the pendulum to the other side for a second, because as God's people, uh, we identify first with the kingdom of God. Of course, as you've taught on a lot in our church recently, the kingdom of God was Jesus primary message. It was his primary mission of what he came to establish. And we're going to compare and contrast these a little bit throughout the day today. So take us to the kingdom for a second. And I guess let's anchor in there. How does the kingdom speak of and sound when it comes to this idea of authority? So in the kingdom, honoring authority is how we're taught to live our lives and to build God's kingdom. Um, so it's just like the, the opposite. It's just front and center um, as the teaching that, in fact, it's let me let me give you a few examples. Scripture teaches us that we honor God by honoring the authority that is in our lives. And so Romans 13, which most, if not everyone, is familiar enough with that, that it's kind of the authority chapter, Romans 13 in the first few verses, but it basically teaches us that all authority is of God. Now I think that's confusing to a lot of people because they're, wait a minute, like 
does that mean that the the bad things people do when they're in authority are things that are coming from God or is that, and, and the answer to that is no, not at all. It just simply means that the concept of authority is from God. The idea originates in God. So, you know, the story of the ages is that the authority structure of heaven was challenged by Lucifer, and Lucifer challenged the authority structure and was put out of heaven with a third of the angels. And so that's our history when it comes to the kingdom, is that that God established authority as the right way to live. But of course, it doesn't mean that when there's rebellion or there's people who are rebellious, that they're flowing within the context of God's plan or God's will. But we have to understand that authority, the idea and the concept of authority comes from God. And, and another thing to say is that we honor ourselves. When it comes to the kingdom, we honor ourselves by honoring authority. So uh, a lot of people have a, have a problem. They have authority issues, we call it, authority issues. And it, it starts sometimes when we're young and incidents that happen in our family, our home, or an authority figure in our life, a school teacher. And then from then on, you can have, if you're not careful, you can have what we refer to as authority issues and just carry that resentment or that attitude with us against all authority in our life. But kingdom, kingdom says to us, wait, it's not, it, it's not you have to put yourself down in order to be honoring toward others. Honoring others actually is elevate yourself. It, it, it's a dignity. It's a sense of dignity, which, by the way, if you look it up in the dictionary, it means proper pride, proper pride. So dignity is a proper form of pride that we see. If you think about it, we see it in our military. We see it at work in corporate world where people are actually honored to honor others. It's an honor to work for a company. It's an honor to be part of this team. It's an honor. So by honoring, you actually are honoring yourself. And when you talk about um, honoring authority, many people think, well, that means I can't honor myself. I can't, there's no dignity in that. There's no, that's putting myself down in order to put someone else up. And that's just not true in the kingdom. It's the opposite. Another thing about uh, the kingdom philosophy uh, taught in the Bible and, in, and, and so forth about honor is that honor is a form of gratitude and thanksgiving. So anyone who believes thanksgiving is a godly attitude to have or attribute to have. You, you have to uh, then realize, well, wait, that's married up to honoring authority. It, it's a, honoring authority is a form of gratitude. And then one more thing, lastly, is let me just say that everything deteriorates without honor. So the kingdom would say, the kingdom message would say, if you want your life to move forward, to elevate, then embrace and put your arms around the concept of honor in your life, honor authority in your life, and your life will be elevated. And without it, everything deteriorates.
That's so good. And I think I want to be so bold for a minute um, and just speak to everyone listening because it's so important we posture ourselves as students and when we're sitting around as a team having these conversations. I think we need to ask ourselves if this kind of conversation grates against us somewhere in there. I think we need to ask ourselves why. Where, where did that resistance come from? Because the, the Bible, as you've just laid out for us, the Bible is quite clear. And yet in our humanity and in our human experience, maybe somewhere we picked up a resistance to this. And I, I love our tribe. I, I love Team Church so much, so much health, so many great teams. But no doubt there are ideas that can get trafficked in at times, I guess, is what I'm referring to, which is why I want to thank you for taking us to Scripture, because we need to go back to the original and to the source so that we can recognize the trafficked in ideas of culture when, when they pop up and, and, and when they come. Um, another thing I'd love to hear you speak to for a minute, Pastor Kevin, is, is this. And let's see if I can get this to make sense for a minute that um, there's a difference between the rules of a democracy and the rules of a kingdom. Mm. And in America, we live in a democracy. We're blessed to live in a democracy. And, you know, if we don't like an elected leader, guess what? In a couple of years, we get to vote them out. That, that, is our, that is our right. That is our responsibility. It is our freedom to do so. Um, we get to protest, we get to speak that that is a that is a protected right. So that that would be the the laws of a democracy governing that. But in the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God is a kingdom. And in, in a democracy, people establish who leads them. But in a kingdom, the king establishes who leads them. And, and which is why we can get into trouble. Maybe you could speak to this for a minute. You know, we can get into trouble when we apply the rules of a democracy to the, the, the space of a kingdom. I guess, what would you have to say about the, the, the people that are trying to navigate between those two spaces right now in the American church? Yeah, I'm so glad that you're bringing it out like you are, because um, I think in a conversation like this, it's easy to uh, assume that if you don't understand the kingdom way of honoring authority, that you would be somehow demonized or put into a group that is rebellious or bad. And I definitely don't want that to be part of uh, the way we come across in this conversation. And I think what you just brought out is probably the leading know, the leading dynamic to good people having confusion uh, about the, the difference in kingdom, a kingdom and a democracy, um, and, and, the, and, and applying the democratic structure of rule over to the kingdom. So, so they, they just kind of carry it with them into their church and into, you know, the, the, the life of the church and the team that they belong to and so forth. And they think of it as in those ways, unless like on a day to day, we get to talk about it a day like today, we get to talk about it and you ponder it. And so the, the, the thing I think about is the, the time when David 
had uh, the opportunity to take the life of Saul, who had been chasing him and trying to actually kill him. So we've got a king who's not just and not even God-honoring, who is feels threatened by the popularity of David, and some the some of David's men who were around him who had gathered around him and they saw the leadership in him and the future that he was, uh, you know, he was the guy who re- really had the ability to lead the nation forward. And these these people recognized it, and so they're cheering him on, like, you know, hey, we just take out Saul and you're the man, you know we get rid of Saul and put him out. And then, you know, we're, we're in and you're in. And, and David's words uh, is where I wanted to go with this. David's words when he had the opportunity and he got close enough to Saul to, to cut a piece of his clothing off. He said in the follow-up to that as an explanation that I cannot I cannot touch the Lord's anointed. Now, I read that and I think, Lord's anointed? <laughs> this guy is a bad guy. Like, this guy's trying to kill you. He's, he's given himself over to evil and to darkness. And But see, David was coming from a kingdom mentality, not a democracy. He grew up in a kingdom. And in kingdom mindset, even when that leader, and, and you know, I, as a pastor, I said this earlier, I make mistakes. I, I say things in moments that I regret later. I make decisions that aren't always the right decision. So I understand just from the human aspect now what it's like thir- over 30 years to be the pastor, to be uh, the one who we have what we call a pastor-led church. So basically, that just simply means that at the end of the day, the kingdom dynamic is that the pastor gets the privilege of leading. So, So knowing that about myself, then I back up and I go, okay, it's really true. I haven't been Saul yet. But from what, whatever, a scale of one to 10 uh, in terms of mild versus really evil, there are leaders that come along in the kingdom that fit into one of those categories. The difference is how we respond to that in our heart. And the idea I always like to share with leaders, and again, remember, I've been on the other side of this, and, and it spoke to me as a young man when I wasn't the leader. Um, and that is that, that God is watching us. When we're saying, God, do something about my pastor. God, do something about this leader. God, do something. That isn't right. They, and we get that sort of thing going. If you can just remember, God is watching us. <laughs> like, like, think about heaven literally looking at you. Because here's what I mean by that. It was in that moment that heaven looked at David and says, this is my future. This is my king. This is this spirit and this attitude that this young man has, that he cannot touch the Lord's anointed and he's going to trust God 
rather than take things into his own hand. Heaven went, that's my man. That's our guy. So God will promote us, is my point, whenever, according to kingdom principles, we don't fall back into a democratic mindset or an attitude that says, well, I'll just take things into my own hands. That's so good. I got to visit, by the way, in, in Israel 18 months ago, I got to visit that site where where that interaction was believed to have happened. And it's a beautiful place, by the way. Mm. And you, 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 I think you have to see that as a beautiful place in your, in your own life. Yeah. Um, that, that it's tough. And, and like, like you, I've, I've been there. It's tough, um, but God can bring beauty out of it. I think where we want to get to um, practically today, Pastor Kevin, is I think we're all hopefully on the page. We want to let God shape our attitude toward authority. Yeah. That at the end of the day, we don't want to build off of off of um, false beliefs, trafficked in ideas. We want to let God shape uh, our attitude toward authority, and we want to honor authority. So we got a couple of these for everybody today. Just practically, I think these are the things we can write down, the things that we can go through. I'm going to set you loose on each of these, Pastor Kevin. The first uh, that we believe when it comes to honoring authority is we need to honor first. Honor first. What would you say about that? Be be the first to honor. So yeah, if you're taking notes, and I hope you are, um, maybe start writing these down. And we'll have four or five of them we'll share. But Brandon, I wrote down these notes, and I I put down uh, scriptures, and I just want to rattle these off really quick. Um, When we say honor first, let let me give you, uh, remind you, Romans 13 says, all authorities of God. But let's, let me give you a bunch of machine gun style and remind you uh, the, the message of the kingdom. And that is honor your father and your mother. That's in Exodus. Those who honor me, I will honor. That's in 1 Samuel. The God of our fathers has put it in the king's heart to bring honor to the house of the Lord in Jerusalem. In other words, God put it in the king's heart to honor. That's in the book of Ezra. Um, These words are in Psalms 8, you, O God, crown him, meaning man, with glory and with honor. Uh, Proverbs 3 says, honor the Lord with your wealth. Proverbs 20 says, when you avoid strife, it's to a man's honor. Uh, Hebrews 13 says, let marriage be held in honor. Peter says, honor everyone. The book of Peter says, honor everyone. So we call it honor up, down, all around. And so I wanted to just say to you, when you honor first, you're just going in, like you're going all in uh, as being obedient to what scripture is teaching us. Don't concentrate on receiving honor, concentrate on giving honor. So as a individual on a team, maybe you're looking around, you look around your peers, or you look at your leaders, or you look at a pastor today, and you're like, well, I don't feel like they honor me. I don't feel like, and I want to get you past that. Like, I want you to just say, I honor first. I'm not waiting to be honored. I'm simply going in. I'm all in to the honor thing, because that's what God kingdom teaches me to do. The second thing that I would encourage you to write down is to honor in familiarity. So when we talk about honoring authority, you have to understand that one of the biggest ways we mess up uh, is that we become familiar with those who are 
on the flow chart above us. <laughs> and when you get familiar, uh, you know, you Jesus even commented, he said only in his hometown is a prophet without honor. And what he was saying is like, I get honored where they don't know me as well. <laughs> but where I'm the kid who grew up in the house of the carpenter named Joseph, like everybody just, oh, it's just the kid, you know, it's just the kid. So this, I would say honor first, honor in familiarity. Then I would say thirdly, honor with no strings attached. So honor your authorities without expectation of how they're going to, you're going to get something out of it. Like keep pushing that out of your heart. Like that they're going to, uh, here's a comment that David made in scripture. He said this to Saul. Uh, he said, as I have honored you, may the Lord honor me. And what I love about that is that he was saying, Basically, Saul, you may never honor me, and I get it. Like, you, you may never acknowledge God's hand on my life, and so be it. But his prayer was, as I honor you, may the Lord, may heaven see my heart, see my attitude of honor, and honor me in my life and my future. Um, so, honoring with no strings attached. And then uh, the, the fourth one, let's do four, is honor in agreement and disagreement. Honor in agreement and disagreement. So in other words, honor outside of what you agree should be done or the decision that you were hoping would be made. So again, honor, honor first, honor in familiarity, honor with no strings attached, and honor in agreement and disagreement. Honor the authorities that God's put in your life. So good. I hope everybody grabbed that. I hope as a team, you take those four things and unpack them a little bit together. Uh, PK, let's, let's land the plane on this thought that when it comes to the subject of authority, honoring authority, getting it right, could you just speak to this thought for a second that this is an area where the church can't afford to be trendy? right now. This is this is just an area where it's going to feel like we're going against the grain and why maybe that's okay right now in this season. Yeah, yeah, we we are. We are. And I think that's why this uh podcast we felt we we wanted to talk about this today is because if you feel that and especially if you're a 20 something or you know, you're young and you're you're thinking uh, through the lens of current culture. And you're like, boy, this is so archaic. <laughs> well, it, you, you really are right in many ways that it, it is ancient wisdom. It, it is not fitting in. And that's really our appeal. But I would say to you that um, it's not just right now. I mean, uh, when I was when I was in my, my 20s, there was still a spirit or an attitude that I, I had to work against. Uh, from the people around me. And so I, I like to think of it like this, is that if you make up your mind and you realize that it's the trendy pop culture right now to be sarcastic, to be criticizing, to be blaming, um, you know, and you, you're going to hear that from one network to another, from one uh, musician or artist to another, 
one politician to another. It's like everybody's doing it, doing it. Like everybody's on that bandwagon. If you can just go, yep, true, that's the world, but we're not the world. And we're not called to live like the world. And getting this right is one of the more crucial elements of glorifying God and seeing the church move forward as it should, and it's meant to, and God plans for it to move forward. Honor and honoring those in authority doesn't mean you'll always, that you won't be disappointed. Um, So it's a decision that you make knowing sometimes my honor is going to maybe not, you know, it's not going to come through like uh, that person I'm honoring, they're going to make a mistake, they're going to do something wrong, just get that. And, And then also know that it's like going up a flight of stairs. Like imagine a bunch of people coming down and you're trying to go up. And if you get that visual in your mind, like the wide staircase, hundreds of people going down and you're trying to get up and the guy next to you, you're trying to get up. You're going against culture. You're going against current mindset. But why do we do it? Because Jesus loved the church and he gave himself for it. So at the end of the day, we're following in his footsteps. He gave himself for it. The authorities of his day, the religious authorities and the authorities in Rome, uh, put him to death, and he died. We all know he had a plan in all of that. Point being, though, he humbled himself, and he endured the cross for the joy set before him. And I, and, and I just want to say that for the sake of that church that he loves and gave himself for, let's live lives of honor for the sake of of his bride, for the sake of what he's doing in us and through us. Let's esteem each other. Let's value each other. Let's look at our team with great respect and honor and appreciation. Let's not let familiarity change any of that. And let's keep fighting and going up the staircase, even when culture doesn't. Amen. Amen. Well said. Uh, This has been so rich today, Pastor Kevin. Thank you. Uh, for a great reminder and refocusing for all of us. Uh, for anyone who's watching with your team today, I pray that you would have a great discussion, that you would really dive into the great biblical foundation and heritage we have on this subject and that it would guide you into um, really getting it right uh, and bring greater health to your team in this season. Uh, Pastor Kevin, as we end today, why don't you say a quick prayer for every team watching today? Father, thank you so much for every person, uh, every man, every woman, every uh, individual who's part of Team Church today. And I pray that you would guide us. I pray that you would help us. I pray that this word would not return void. It would accomplish everything that it's sent forth to do. Build your church through us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you, Team Church. This has been the Team Church Podcast with Kevin Gerald. For more information on conferences and events, check out teamchurchconference.com.